Welcome to episode 9 of the Yes Have Some podcast. As always, thank you so much for joining us. We are here in Atlanta, Georgia, live at the Slime Square Studios, and we are going to be breaking down and reacting to the brand new teaser trailer for Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. That's right, we got the hint last night that it was coming. Disney let a little teaser out, and this morning at 8 o'clock Eastern, took the world by storm like a tidal wave, like uh, an asteroid, like San Andreas with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. The world is reacting positively, I may add, to this uh, brand new footage. We knew it was coming down the pipeline, the first of the standalone anthology series, the brand new chapter in the Star Wars universe, and it is gorgeous. We are going to be talking in depth about this trailer, and we could not be more excited to have everybody and the Yes Have Some podcast family join us. Uh, don't forget, if you ever want to give us any feedback or you want to interact with us, talk to us, yell at us, give us your thoughts on the uh, Rogue One trailer, check us out on Facebook. That's the easiest way we respond to everybody, we talk to everybody, we have so much fun. It's facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. And also you can follow us on Twitter at uh, YHSpodcast. So that's enough from me. We're going to get going here. Once again, we're very excited about the Rogue One trailer, and uh, here we go. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. Okay, episode 9 of the Yes Have Some podcast. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Uh, I am Craig Goldberg. As always, I am here with my partner in crime, Abigail Gardner. How are you doing today? What's up, dudes? I'm doing great. Good, good, good. Um, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for having some. Okay, cool. Um, so listen, we're going to talk about Rogue One tonight, right? Whoa. The trailer just came out. We decided last minute, let's just go ahead and get together, do a podcast. I called Jacob Walsh, our other partner in crime, on the phone. Y'all know him. You guys know Jake. And uh, he can't talk. He doesn't answer. He texts me and says, I literally have no voice. I don't know if it's because he's been watching the Rogue One trailer all day and just screaming. That's uh, what I've been doing. That's what Hal Clay's been doing. Whoa, <laughs> who's that? That's Hal Clay. Uh, so, yeah, we have a uh, we have a special guest, fill-in guest host tonight. Uh, he's from the Georgia Ghostbusters. He is calling in live to the Yes Have Some podcast all the way from Perry, Georgia. Ladies and gentlemen, Hal Clay, welcome to the Yes Have Some podcast. Yay! Yay! Cool. Hal, how are you doing tonight? Good. Waiting on my coffee to get delivered. Delivered? Delivery yeah. coffee. Who delivers your coffee? Aren't y'all? Whoa. I thought that was part of the deal with this podcast. We get coffee. Oh, are we supposed oh, to send you some coffee? I thought that was like oh. a Perry thing. <laughs> oh, I no. Like, well, I you... thought Perry had some sort of coffee delivery service. That, that made... would be awesome, though. <laughs> Just waiting um, on my coffee. Yeah. So this actually worked out. Uh, we were talking before we started. Um, Hal, I don't want to put you on the spot, but you're somewhat of a, a Star Wars historian. You're big into Star Wars costuming. It's a big part of your life. Why don't you go ahead and give a little background to the Yes Have Some listening audience about what your history with Star Wars actually is. All right, um, quick hit background. In 1977, my father literally could not find a babysitter to watch me while he wanted to go see Star Wars. So he it was one of those horrible parents and took a one-year-old to see Star Wars. Okay. Oh, yeah. And from 
the moment the Millennium Falcon went to light speed, apparently I was hooked because I peed all over him. It scared me so bad. Uh, Abby did the same thing. Just all that was over during the couch. Force Awakens. Yeah, that was during yeah. Force Awakens. Oh. Uh, we're not allowed at that theater anymore. No. <laughs> uh, so you were hooked from a young age. When did you start kind of getting into the uh, the costuming aspect of Star Wars? Around 2000. Okay. Um, cool. Well, uh, I don't know. I've, I'm pretty excited, guys. This trailer had me uh, a buzzing today. I was I we got the little preview last night, right? Um, yeah. And I woke up this morning. I watched it, and um, my response to Hal was, "Holy fuck!" Yes. And then you got like. And then I sent a message to Abby to watch it, and she responded with, "Holy fuck." And then I texted Jake because he hadn't seen it yet because Jake is Facebook abstinent and uh, had not he had no idea it was out. And he responded to me with the exact same thing. Holy fuck. So just a chorus of holy fuck. It's a chorus of holy fucks. Um, let's just throw it to you, Abigail. You watched the trailer how many times today? Uh, probably like a good 15 or 20 solid times. Okay. You are a big Star Wars fan. You're a huge fan of Force Awakens. You yes. saw it four or five times in theaters. Yes. What was your reaction to the uh, the Rogue One trailer? I felt like kind of spoiled when I saw a female lead that was like kicking so much ass. Like I kind of felt like, oh my god, like we just got Ray. Like I like another one. Like I almost like I can't believe like that. I feel so lucky and so fortunate. Is how I really felt. Um. I immediately texted one of my friends who's also a huge uh, fan um, of Star Wars, and she's, like, a huge Ray fan, and um, I just, I was like, holy fuck, this trailer is amazing. Like, I can't (laughs) fucking believe that this is happening. It's happening again. Like, it's becoming the standard to have, like, a kick-ass, empowered female uh, lead, and there's, like, no question about it, and I just, that's one of the things that I'm most excited about with Rogue One, so. Cool, cool. Um, Yeah, that was kind of my initial reaction uh, as well. Uh, but before I go into that, Hal, uh, what what did you think uh, this morning when you watched this trailer for the first time? <sighs> Straight up chills from the moment it opened up on the screen and just sat there flabbergasted that it was like watching your childhood on the screen again. Right. Yeah. It was the classic Star Wars. It wasn't prequels. It wasn't the, the new series. It was what you grew up on. Yeah. Right. I mean, we'll get into it. We'll, we'll talk about all the iconography. Um, obviously... We've got, you know, original stormtroopers, and we've got, uh, well, here's a good, here's how. You got you to gotta set the record straight. All right. Is it AT-AT or AT-AT? Or is there a, is there a, is there a, uh, a proper way uh, for that to be said? It's all-terrain armored transport. You know, AT-AT, AT-AT, I don't know. I've heard it pronounced by everybody different ways. So it's like a potato potato situation. Yeah. Nobody says potato. Yeah, no one says potato. <laughs> but I like I like that answer, Hal, because I've actually heard people get into like heated discussions. So that was a very democratic, like appropriate well, I mean, answer. Yeah. It depends on my mood of what I'm gonna call the you know, the vehicle. Okay. Okay. Because when I'm playing with my three year old, it's you know, AT AT or AT AT. It doesn't right. matter, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, well what did you think when you saw those AT ATs on the on the screen? Oh, I absolutely loved it. I was my first thought was, why are you running straight at at ats without <laughs> any cover, and they're just going to stomp on you? Right. <laughs> um, 
There was some talk on today uh, on the trailer that there was maybe like a red glow coming from like the eyes of the Adats. Is yeah. that something new? Or no, no, no. That's they've always been that. Even in Empire, okay. though, okay. when you saw an Adat from head on, the interior of it was lit with a red light. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, I kind of had the same reaction as you guys. I woke up this morning. Hal sent me a message, and he didn't say, "Hey, did you watch the trailer?" He didn't say, <laughs> "What did you think of the trailer?" He said, "When you guys." do yes have some trailer breakdown for rogue one i'm going to be on the podcast <laughs> so i said okay that sounds like a reasonable demand um, i didn't know it's gonna be so soon though yeah i was like you better be ready tonight yeah uh, if know, there's an emergency episode it's an emergency yeah. episode of yes have some um so yeah my reaction was the same i i really um and i mean just coming clean i am a big star wars fan but i am not it does not hold me uh, from an early childhood perspective, like I got into Star Wars more at 12, 13, 14 years old, pretty casually, especially when the prequels were coming out. I got more into it, but it's really been the last three or four years where I've really kind of taken a deeper dive uh, into the mm -hmm. Star Wars universe. But kind of agree with how it, it definitely took me back. It felt very familiar, but also very new, um, very different than Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, how did you well Abby you're a Star Wars fan reacting to the trailer of Force Awakens versus this I mean what do you do you see any surface differences that jump out at you right away or I feel like this trailer like brought the war to you like you really felt like the battle going on and um, it's definitely darker and maybe a little bit slicker looking in some aspects than um, The Force Awakens The Force Awakens was like it had like a, a like a I don't not like a cuteness but like a like a family friendly appeal to it that like maybe this movie feels like it's gonna take on like some heavier darker shit and like with our protagonist Felicity Jones like she seems kind of unpredictable and like um, Ben Mendelsohn is fucking menacing looking. <laughs> um, Hell so, yeah, yes. Yeah, so there's like kind of like a. I don't know. There's there's like a maybe more like a depth that goes just a bit deeper, um, and like into to darker waters in this this movie compared to um, the Force Awakens. I'd well, say. I've heard it described as the Dirty Dozen in Star Wars universe. Okay. Right. No, it's I mean that makes a group of ragtag people yeah. put together to go on a mission, which is basically a suicide mission to steal the Death Star plans. Right. Right. I expect half of this cast is going to die within you know the third act of the movie <laughs> right, right right we're losing some people this is uh, yeah because aside from mon mothma nobody else shows up in any other movies right so well, you know they got to get rid of them somehow i mean it could be an armageddon type situation we could have bruce willis sacrificing himself true uh -huh. very true um or the bruce... i hope harry connick jr is in this movie whoa harry connick jr is not in armageddon <laughs> oh armageddon i'm thinking oh i'm so sorry i'm thinking of independence day i still hope he's in it though <laughs> Guys, I was watching American Idol earlier. I'm not going to lie. The finale was on tonight. I don't give a fuck. I've um, never seen a single episode of that don't show. Don't start Hal, you're missing it. nothing. You're missing N absolutely Never seen nothing. a single episode. Hal, I want to throw that same question <laughs> to you, though. I mean, as somebody who went through the three-year build-up to Force Awakens and seeing those teaser trailers, um, how did how did the trailer today compare to the, uh, the first teasers you saw for uh, Episode 7? Honestly, it was kind of shocking that they showed so much because this is quote unquote a teaser trailer, but it wasn't. It was, I mean, almost a full length trailer. This was like a minute thirty five seconds or so, 
you know, most teaser trailers now are like 10, 15 seconds of them. You know, the Ghostbusters was a shot of the cars lining up on a bridge. Woo. (laughs) Oh, that's going to be a whole other discussion of, of, oh, wow, this is how you do a trailer. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, this was a teaser trailer. It was everything you wanted. You know, the original teaser trailer for this was released last year at Celebration Anaheim, which was just a TIE fighter flying through a jungle. And you see a, sh- a planet rising up on the horizon, which is the Death Star. Right. Okay. That was the original. And it was 10, 15 seconds long. And it popped up, said Rogue One. And, you know, that was all you saw of it. And that was what I consider the teaser trailer. And this is actually a, almost, it feels more like a trailer. Right. Well, I mean, we they introduce us to main characters. Yeah. You can piece together what the story is. We see, um, like uh, Abby mentioned, Ben Mendelsohn. Why don't we talk about him for a second? So we get a couple shots of, uh, if you're not uh, f- familiar out there with Ben Mendelsohn, he was in The Dark Knight Rises. He was, um, he I don't know his character's name in that, but he was basically the guy working with Bane, uh, bringing him to Gotham, and uh, he ends up getting killed. Yeah. Uh, so he's pretty good in that, but he's in the show Bloodline on Netflix, which is an amazing show, and I highly suggest if anybody has not watched uh, Bloodline, go check it out. It's fucked up. It, it's good. Awesome. It is fucked up. And if you don't know who Ben Mendelsohn is now, and you're not, you will. You will, and you'll be even get all up in him. That much more excited for him playing, um, which looks like an imperial admiral of some sort. How I was hoping you could fill us in on the uh, the garb that he has on that white admiral outfit. Could you uh, you know tell us a little backstory on that? All right. In the original Star Wars, as in A New Hope, Episode Four, the white officers you see in the boardroom scene of the Death Star where Vader chokes out that the other officer who I've just completely blanked out on his name, but um, anyways, not important. Right. Um, the white officers are Imperial intelligence officers. Well, I don't know if this is an Imperial intelligence officer or as in the expanded universe, which got canceled out. Grand Admiral Thrawn wore a white uniform. Okay. okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, right. So the expanded universe, the books um, are not, canon they're not anymore. canon anymore yeah um but i could see uh the creators borrowing some of the ideas uh from from those books and, and inserting them into the you know the new canon basically mm-hmm. um but yeah he looks menacing we get a couple shots of him um that cape holy crap I yeah want the, cape. the way it drags on the water yes. yeah the cape looks great slick, yeah. how does very... he keep it on his shoulders well he's ben mendelson yeah, i mean just mendelson's it <laughs> through the force yeah he uses the force um yeah so that's going to probably be a breakout character and what what i'm really interested since this is kind of new territory right so this movie takes place in between episode three and episode four and as you said how we don't really from all we know we don't see these characters um besides uh mon mothma we don't see these characters and Uh, she's looking good y'all she is looking good and this um catherine o'reilly is her name right correct Okay, she was cast in Revenge of the Sith as Mon Mothma. Yeah. Okay. You know, think yes. about that. They nailed her casting, you know, years ago on when that movie came out. And then they were like, hey, we can bring her back for this because she still looks like Mon Mothma. Right. Yeah. Um, I read about that uh, today. So she was in the um, episode three. You can find the deleted scenes on YouTube. And that's cool that they brought her back because I'm sure when she filmed that originally, she was like, well, shit, I got cut out of the movie. Right. Uh, She's like, Mom, I'm in Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and now, what has it been? I don't know, 10 years later? That's what I was trying to think. I Yeah, it's roughly 10 years. Um, so, yeah, good for her. 
that's really cool. Um, kind of a, a, a smaller but beloved character. Um, so, yeah, that was another really cool thing that stood out in the trailer. Um, but her character appearance sparked a, many debates online earlier today about, well, where are the Bothans? As in, many Bothans died bringing us this information. Well, that was the second Death Star, people. <laughs> uh, the yeah. second Death Star, not the first one. Hey, the and so internet... that's a big confusion. So, the, so let's talk about the internet. Before we get into the actual trailer I don't right want now, to talk about the internet. The we... internet's scary. <laughs> internet is scary. You should get Thorin, your son, a t-shirt that just says, Internet is scary. Uh-huh. Uh, it is, because even though the, the reaction today was super positive, you still had like the backlash of people either going... This doesn't feel like Star Wars. What's happening to my Star Wars? Why There's there... a female lead. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. What kind of a There's person? There's a female keyboardist in Guns N' Roses. <laughs> There's an all-female Ghostbusters cast. There's a second Star Wars movie now with a female lead. What are we going to do, y'all? Damn, women taking our jobs. Oh. Unbelievable. I uh, the, mean, seriously. The best comment Take I saw podcast. on Twitter was uh, somebody goes, at this rate, they're going to cast some actress to play Han Solo in the Han Solo <laughs> solo movie. Um, the Han Solo film. Oh. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was a little crazy. But like I said, for the most part, it was uh, super positive, And I think most of the – or all every Star Wars fan I know, casual or hardcore, has had an extremely – positive reaction i dare say more positive than the force awakens initial oh, reaction yeah yes yes by far um, the most not hate i saw today but um disappointment in it was somebody said eh, it doesn't this trailer really doesn't do nothing for me and that was all day long of saying on facebook was that was the worst comment i saw about the tr- initial response right yeah nothing um, you know vile or right Right. And going back to the tone, I mean, I mean, I know that this movie kind of takes place a little bit left of center of the timeline, but if you want, I mean, Force Awakens does kind of have that a new hope vibe to it and a new oh, hope yeah. is a uh slightly more cheerful adventure yeah, than Yeah. It's the first uh, installment. It's always yeah. right. right. Than, uh, Look Lord of the Rings, right. Right. So maybe we'll get more of an Empire Strikes Back vibe in this movie. Um, I definitely think we will in episode eight, but yeah, I think there's going to be uh it's a war movie. I, I mean, it's going to be good. If they follow standard war movie tropes to the, like the major buildup at the end, it will be good. It'll be entertaining. Right. We're going to lose some people. We're going to lose, You're gonna lose a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. I want to see the empire be the empire. Right. Yeah. Well, let, let's, let's just, let's break down the trailer here. But the, the one question we did not see Darth Vader in this trailer. Did we? Well, there's a shadowy figure at one point. And he kneels, and there's Imperial Guards in the background. Right. Who's he yes. kneeling to? Who is it? Is it Vader? Does he have a cloak on? What's going on? They didn't answer. They did not answer. They did That, that is a mystery. Yeah. We've never really seen Darth Vader wearing a cloak. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's, I think it's... It's a big figure, though. Yeah, it's a big yeah. It's a big figure kneeling down uh, in front of those uh, those red Imperial Guards and... I think that's going to be something. Maybe in the next trailer, we get a little bit more light shed on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, hope so. But then uh, again, I would not be disappointed if they don't show Vader until you actually get to the movie. Actually, let the reveal be in the movie, not on a trailer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if 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 Star Wars kind of stays true to form, that could definitely happen because they have not those Force Awakens trailers. I went into the Force Awakens had watched all the trailers and all the previews and did not feel like I knew what was going to happen in that movie at all. Yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, so cool. Well, let's uh, let's break this uh, thing down a little bit here. So um, it opens up. Uh, we get a little piano version of the Jedi theme, uh, which is kind of the new thing every trailer's doing with a, a, a just a piano. Just version. a little piano. Pianos are very hot right now. Pianos mm-hmm. are so hot right now. Who would have thought? 2016. Just a little, little um, tickling of the ivories. And we're introduced to uh, Felicity Jones' character, uh, Jen or Jen Arso. Jen, I think it's Jen. Jen Arso. Jen, the last Jin. name. I can't really catch yeah it's either urso or arso we'll say yeah. Jen Arso. uh she's kind of being escorted through what looks like a rebel base she's in handcuffs it's it's the rebel base on yavin well there you it's have it it's set up just That's like the rebel base on now. yavin yeah it's just like when we saw the original firehouse in uh the ghostbusters trailer uh except for not at all um <laughs> four friends but uh yeah so she's in there kind of uh there's a voiceover kind of listing out uh her offenses right forgery of imperial documents Possession of stolen property, aggravated assault, uh, resisting arrest. And uh, so right off the bat, they're introducing us to this character. This is not Daisy Ridley. No. This, no. Is it a female character who's going to be the lead in the movie? Yes. But a totally – this is not Ray. This is probably Stark the – contrast. The, for the, uh, Abby, what do you what, – I mean, what do you – if you're looking at those two characters right off the bat, how, how do they compare? From- Ray is like all smiles and butterflies and like sweet looks. And I bypassed the compressor. Like, <laughs> it's like adorable. You just want to like pinch her cheeks and give her little kisses all day. Um, and then like on the contrary, this character, uh, Jin, like she seems pissed off. She, like she's been out on her own since 15. So who knows why or what the fuck that does to a person or how she's been surviving. They're both surviving on their own it seems but she's got a fucking like vendetta like she seems like she's she's got a chip on her shoulder and she's like she's like johnny utah like something about (laughs) her is like a fucking there's a lot of like bravado and like something like tough about her and like that's darker and like sinister and like obviously the question is by the end of this trailer which not to jump ahead but like you know where is she gonna go is she gonna turn which side was she does she stay on so I think that's very different from Ray because Ray from the beginning was like the Luke character. Like it was like you're gonna watch her take a journey and like you know find the Force, etc. So right, you kind of knew there was some like a lot of good in her from the very beginning. So this right. character has a lot more question marks around her. There's got a little bit of a Guardians of the Galaxy vibe I'm getting from from the the Rogue One. I mean, obviously, I don't think it's gonna be as tongue in cheek with like pop songs playing, but uh, we're kind of getting the band of misfits together, these rebels and. Uh, if she's the leader, maybe she'll she you know maybe she's a pain in the ass. We don't really know yet, um, but she looks awesome. Yeah. Um, and uh, Hal, what did you think, uh, especially compared to what you saw with Daisy Ridley? I mean, she's clearly a much darker character to start with. I mean, you don't like Abby was saying you don't get the initial vibe of you know happy go lucky Ray. Right. I'm stuck on this desert planet, but they're coming back for me. No, this this girl's. <laughs> clearly realized long ago that nobody's coming back for her. She's on her own. Do what it does to survive. Right. right. And fuck the empire. Yeah. And fuck the empire. Mm -hmm. Um, what do you think when, when they say, maybe you can fill me in on this, when they say forgery of Imperial documents, I wonder what that is alluding to. I don't have a clue. I mean, she's, I, I'm at a loss for words on that one. Yeah. Me too. I mean, (laughs) I just thought you would know. Well, I, thought, I don't know exactly what imperial documents she forged. Everything. Well, maybe they're like maybe she found an imperial checkbook. I mean, she, could be. She wanted bread. She was starving. She yeah. was a poor waif on the road. Yeah, yeah. You got Ray 
out she needed more portions jack yeah. you know working her ass off for 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 god knows little very scavenging, little scavenging right scavenging yeah and then you've got a uh jen jen i've i've we're get we're gonna get to know you jen well, we're gonna luckily get to know they're all, both your name they're both three letter names so you should catch on soon. we'll right. catch on um, <laughs> i keep thinking of jen from lost me too that's why i said i said son and jen earlier right um, that's what i keep thinking of so yeah so she's done some shit she's uh she's been in juvie yeah uh, yeah so uh i can't believe i just said juvie she's um <laughs> So cool. So one thing we do, we we start getting kind of, we talked about Mon Mothma. We, you know, she kind of says, she says, you've been on your own. You know, this is kind of setting it up, right? She's saying, listen, you're in some deep shit, but we kind of have to steal these plans for the Death Star. So would you want to do that? And she's like totally game for that. Right, right. It's like a Suicide Squad type. It's a hard mercenary. Yep. That's what it is. Um, But we start seeing these shots in the trailer of her just like, totally going kicking to town, ass kicking ass of these mm-hmm. uh stormtroopers they're flying all over the place explosions um, now from everything i can tell these the the standard stormtrooper armor is the same as we got in uh it's damn close okay all right um it's pretty close um there's various you know different stormtrooper armors there's new armor you see in the trailer and there's a some type of hover tank going down the road and there's seems to be tank troopers in that. I mean, everything in Star Wars, there's always, you know, biker scout, stormtrooper, you know, tank trooper, top pilot. They're always whatever they're actually do. That's what they're called. Mm-hmm. Well, right. we have the black clad, looks like Imperial commandos. They are very. They look very similar to the Republic commandos from the video games and the books. Mm-hmm. There was books about Imperial commandos, but that's you know all got thrown out the new canon. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what these are, but they look really cool. And then yeah. there's a scene where stormtroopers are running down this hallway and it looks like a new scout trooper. Okay. You know, costumers are going crazy trying to figure out what all this stuff is. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I, I also, I, I thought I uh, spotted a, a sand trooper with the orange shoulder piece in there uh, at some point. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you did. Cool. Um, yes. And you spotted him. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, he's walking with the, top, or the rebel pilots, you know, when they're look like they're in handcuffs walking down the street. Right. Right. I've uh-huh. watched this trailer like about 80 times today. So <laughs> yeah. I'm... Hal told me he had it on a loop at work. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's that's great. And that's why you're on the show. This is perfect. Yeah. Um, well, let's move on here. So I want to talk about – so we get that first shot of the Star Destroyer and we see the Death Star. And that's where I really had some chills. That's where it was like, oh, man, this is so real. This is like we're going back. It's, we're mm-hmm. we're it's... taking a step backwards here. It's a classic Imperial class Star Destroyer from the original movies. You see Star Destroyers in, you know, the prequels. They're not quite. You see Star Destroyers in the, you know, the Force Awakens. It looks different. This is the classic Star Destroyer that everybody grew up with. Right. And that shot where you see the Star Destroyer, I was like, oh, this is like a new hope. This is, yes. this is what this feels like. Yeah. Um, and it was right about that time in the trailer where they, the, the main, the thing that most people I think are going to take away from this trailer is the, that Imperial alarm going on. The I guess, Death Star alarm. Oh yeah, yeah the it's Death Star jarring alarm. as fuck, right? And it is just... Disturbing oh, and awesome. I cannot wait to see this in a theater. That mm-hmm. is my dream during my phone now. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's, yeah, I'm going to forget that. That's my ringtone. It's going to go off and scare the living shit out of me. Yeah, like, what's going on? Everybody loves yeah. that. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. Um, well, yeah, I can't wait to see that in a theater. It's It's... It's disorienting. It's alarming. It just it has that sense of like 
panic and chaos and like it's, it's that jarring note that a lot of trailers have started coming back out with like inception and aliens and right or prometheus i'm not aliens but yeah just that. that's all the you... new movies like inception <laughs> aliens uh 2001 a space odyssey <laughs> um, yeah you know i'm just giving you some shit how um, fuck you by the way we've no swearing policy how yeah what the fuck oh Oh, um, I'm, I'm sorry. House I'm rules. so sorry. No, Craig was just saying that the, that part made him feel like Alien or like Aliens when you were watching it. So yeah. that's like across the board, yeah. Um, so we see, like we said, we see a lot of stormtroopers. Then we start seeing kind of some shots of other characters in the movie. We see Forrest Whitaker's character. Um, he looks amazing. There's a lot of stuff online, kind of rumors and conjecture. We're not going to really dig into that. We're just going to kind of talk about what we see in the trailer because we kind of want to stay spoiler free um especially since you know the movie's seven months away from coming out so who knows a lot of stuff can change um but i did read one uh, rumor that forrest whitaker's character might be um some sort of a bounty hunter but we hear his uh, voiceover right and he's it, it kind of sounds like he's talking directly to uh, felicity jones where he's saying what will you do when they catch you what will you do if they break you so it's basically like you're putting yourself in this very he's a drill sergeant. Yeah, it's this very dangerous. Go for it. Yeah, it it sounds like he is talking like he's the one telling them this is they're training for a mission or something. Right, right. Okay. And it's almost yeah. like the the if you become a prisoner of war, if you become a hostage, you know, are you going to give up the rebellion? Like we're yeah. we're a small outfit. We're we're doing, uh, you know, we're doing the Lord's work here. We're fighting up against the Empire. What are you going to do if they break you? And that's kind of what the theme of the trailer yeah. comes because by the end we see her. Um, well, I don't want to go there just yet because I want to I want to dig deeper Back into up, that once yeah. we get there. Um, but we see Forrest Whitaker, and then we also see uh, kind of the samurai guy fighting stormtroopers, played by uh, Donnie Yen. I yes. guess I, I feel bad. I've never seen IP Man. I know this guy is like a legendary, He's a big deal, big deal martial arts guy. How? Can you fill me in? Google. Google is your friend, man. Go just look up his fight scenes, if anything else. Okay. I have yeah. no clue what his character is, but he kicks the living shit out of Stormtroopers with a stick. Who cares what his character is? Right. It's um, just awesome. What if he's Jar Jar Binks, and they're just like, no, we're rebranding Jar Jar. <laughs> um, then then the people will burn theaters down in droves and, you know. I actually had a thought of, like, I could see possibly – I, this is my prediction. I'm putting it out there. In the Han Solo movie, because it's being directed by uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, the guys who did Le the Lego movie and uh, 21 Jump Street, we are going to see Jar Jar Binks in that movie get killed ceremoniously. That is my prediction. <laughs> and the crowd will go nuts. Um, but I digress. So uh, we see uh, the samurai, Donnie Yen, fighting these stormtroopers it looks incredible it's quick cut i wouldn't watched it like 10 times it looks so good and um then then that's when we get that scene of ben mendelson walking through the shallow water towards the fiery explosion on what looks like some sort of tropical planet yeah it's and you beautiful see, you see stormtroopers like dead in the water that it's just in that was one of the first shots of the movie that got leaked out Okay. Was the, the stormtrooper armor bodies floating in the water on the shore? Right. And that's what sold me on the movie. It that, looked like had, a war movie. They had yeah. drones flying over the uh, the uh, the set taking pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it just looks 
I've, I've joked about it before, but I want to see like a Normandy Beach invasion scenario in a Star I Wars movie. I think we may and see that. And in a Jurassic Park movie. Yeah, and in a we Jurassic Park that. movie. Yeah, um, with dinosaurs and with guns strapped to them. Yeah. Of course. I, I, they might have dinosaurs in this movie. You guys don't know. We, um, we don't know. Hey, actually, that I didn't, I didn't jot this down, but I wanted to bring it up. One of the things I heard a lot of people talking about during the production of this movie was that they were going to really go full force uh, with like the alien creatures and the the puppeteering, but we didn't. We don't see anything. No. We did not see anything. There's a couple shots where we see like a gray droid running. That's um, um Andy Tid Tudick Tidick. How he's Wash. Okay. Okay. He he play. He's, he's there's behind the scenes photos of him on stilts running behind the characters. Okay. So um, that's probably his character. He plays the droid. Right. Okay. Um. So that'll be you know. Uh, the probably the main droid character, but we didn't yeah. see a lot of alien creatures. Um, but then again, in the Force Awakens trailer, we didn't see all we saw. We yeah, saw we BB-8. didn't see any of Maz's stuff. We didn't see. Yeah, um, yeah we didn't see uh, Maz Cantina or yeah, her, or Katana. Maz Katana or her Cantina. Exactly. Um, guys, there it's it late. is. It is late. Come on, emergency episode. Emergency episode. <laughs> Super late. Um, so and nobody then, yeah, brought coffee. Nobody yeah, brought I know. coffee. We're still waiting. Um, and then, yeah, and then we see the, that dark cloaked figure. Could it be, I don't think it's the emperor. Cause that wouldn't make no, sense. No, he wouldn't be kneeling. He wouldn't be kneeling. Um, that's what makes me think it's Vader. Cause Vader kneels to the emperor. Yep. Yep. And it's a very wide figure. Yep. And listen, I would not be surprised to see them bring a cloak into the equation, uh, to kind of tie a little bit of, uh, Kylo Anakin. Ren, uh, Anakin lineage in there. Yeah. Right. Um, um, yeah, I, I, I I'm going to go ahead and say that. I think that even though that this movie takes place uh, not in the, you know, the main episode one through eight, one through nine storyline, um, they're going to there's going to be some connective tissue, a lot of connective tissue. And I think there's a chance we could come out of this movie uh, knowing even a little bit more about some of the characters in Force Awakens, possibly. Yeah, I just want to see Vader be Vader and just slaughter people. I want to see that too. Yeah. That's you know him leading in stormtroopers and just wading through the rebels, just yep. you know lightsabers going, basically cutting people down left and right, shedding the skin of Hayden Christensen. Yes, well, yeah. not not so much shedding the skin of just the stories you you know you hear. They, growing up, there was always this image of Vader being this ultimate badass, right? Yeah, and he's basically an old man in a suit. By the time you actually see him. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to see, and then when you see his origin story, yeah, you're like, it's, yeah, no. it's it's less. You know, the prequels are they are what they, they are. are but yeah, are, I right? agree with you. I mean, everyone talks about Darth Vader. You want to see his heyday, right? Yeah, ultimate his villain. Reign. Let's see it. The reign Let's of see blood. the inspired fear that he gave to everybody. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, speaking of original characters that we might see in this movie, there was some rumors that the reason they were trying to rush the casting of young Han Solo is that we might see a little Han Solo cameo somewhere in this movie. Is that something we want? Does it matter? What do you guys I, think? I would not want to see that. Yeah? Well, what, no. is your, what is your opinion on the young Han Solo movie in general? I mean, I, I've been looking forward to that, but not in this movie because he wouldn't be that much younger. Okay. Right. This oh. doesn't take place years before episode four. This is probably months or weeks prior to episode four, because they get the plans and they yeah. give them Malaya and she gets captured. Yep. Yeah, you're right. This is, this, there is not, young Han Solo would be Han Solo, you know, three months before the, the cantina scene. <laughs> right. Yeah, He's dumping want... spice out the window from Jabba. Right, right. Yeah. 
That would um, fuck up the timeline. Yeah. It's very, so, yeah. And I think they're going to be very careful. I mean, there's one thing you have to admit about oh, Disney I, I, and Lucasfilm. They yeah, are taking, it's in good hands. It is it's, in very good hands. Mm-hmm. You know, right when it got bought, it was like, ah, but <laughs> look at all of us. We were off. You know, we were wrong. We were wrong. Right. Disney nailed it. Yeah. Totally nailed it. Um, so cool. So uh, moving on through the trailer, we see the rebels. You know, going up against those uh, adats, ATATs. Mm-hmm. Um, that that I mean, these are small glimpses of what will be intense, intense scenes. So yes, um, so much to look forward to there. Um, but let, let's go to the end. Let's let's just talk about this. There's that line. If you continue to fight, what will you become? We get the shot of Jin Erso in black Imperial gear. Now is it's, that is it looks like top pilot? Yeah, it looks like top pilot. Right, yeah, exactly. So I was she's got the chest piece, right? But she's yeah. got some type of backpack on with tubes coming out of it. Yes. yes. Um, what she picked up posters at the con. She's going home for the day. She's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take the helmet off. She's got her protective <laughs> tubes. Yeah. And uh, she's gonna have to buy some frames. It's a whole thing. Uh-huh. Let me ask you guys this: How? I mean, is, does she go undercover? Does she turn? What What does that mean? Is, it it could be a whole Han and Luke in Stormtrooper armor scene. Right. You have to yeah. wear the armor to get past a certain point. So yeah. she does. Right. Yeah, I think she's going deep on I mean, there's Yeah, there's so much. It, from that one glimpse, you can't, oh, she turns to the dark side. Well, not really because she's not a Force user. Right. She, does she join the Empire? She's wanted by them. They yeah. probably would arrest her. Well, so that kind of brings up an interesting point. So at the end of the, the trailer, we kind of get a mix of the Imperial March with the Jedi theme. So you can kind of look at that really on the surface and just be like, well, they're just, you know, it, just sounds, it just sounds good. You could say yeah. that. You could say it means more. Is, is this our main character melding? But one thing we don't really see, as far as we know in this trailer, are any Jedi. And, and actually, it's, they're not supposed to be any Jedi. Which, you know, this is a, you know, this no main characters, no Jedi versus Sith. This is just straight up rebellion fighting Empire. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you are absolutely correct. But I do think if you're going to use the Jedi theme, that implies, um, I mean, we could. Could like we a see duality Le- or a dichotomy or something like maybe, that? Maybe. I mean, maybe we'll see Leia in this movie. We don't know. The, the thing is, we're, we're, we're taking shots of the dark. We yeah. don't know. Um, the one thing we all know is that we're very excited. Um, oh, couldn't so, be more excited. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what else, guys? I mean, I mean, we've kind of covered the trailer, the the general overall feelings. We kind of broke it down scene by scene. Is there anything else, Hal, that stood out to you, or something that you need to get off your chest uh, about what you saw today about the future of Star Wars? Oh, I couldn't be happier. I mean, I remember basically the dark times from after Jedi to, to before they announced the prequels or the special edition of Star Wars when there was nothing. Right. Yeah. And now it's every other year I'm, or every year I'm getting a new Star Wars movie. Yeah. Well, and that's something that I've thought about a lot to go from, you know, we got the prequels and then a 10 year absence. And now we're literally for the foreseeable future, minimum 10 years, we're going to get a Star Wars movie every year. And for all intents and purposes, they knocked episode seven out of the park. This looks nothing but great. And then we're going to have episode eight. And then, I mean, it's just going to go on from there. I, I, they I, haven't screwed up Marvel yet. Yeah, they have it. Right. They have it. That's why I was joking in, um, uh, episode, uh, nine, 10, one, whatever we recorded, we're putting up early next week. Yes. Stay tuned for that. But a joke, here's a little preview. I was joking about 
Sony losing the Ghostbusters rights and having Disney pick them up. Yes. Um, because, uh, Hal, you're a member of the Georgia Ghostbusters. You, you, we've been living through the dark times of Ghostbusters since 1989. Right, dark ages. And now oh. we're getting a new movie, and, you know. We've we've been being teased by Dan Aykroyd since 1989. That's the bad, the worst part. <laughs> he's not just hanging out in Walgreens. He's posting everywhere. Right. Right. Exactly. And um, that's what's so interesting. That's a huge difference because with Star Wars, in 2011 – if you asked any Star Wars fan, are we ever going to get it? episode 7, 8, 9, you would have said... Pipe dream. No, yeah. not going to yeah. happen. George Lucas, is not. that's not going to happen. Well, after his reception of the prequels, he was not. He was done. Right. Um, so we all have to thank George Lucas for selling his company and making Kathleen and going Kennedy going to Australia president. and eating Chinese food by himself in the food court <laughs> in that one picture. That sad surfaced. George Lucas. Sad George Lucas. He can't be that sad. What did he he paid $4 billion. Look, George Lucas has nothing to be sad about. Let's face it. None of us have anything to be sad about. We've got more Star Wars coming out, and that is the most important thing because you know what that means. More costuming options, more toys, more merchandise. I mean, I want a Ben Mendelsohn Admiral uh, Emperor. (laughs) I want the Emperor's new groove. Guys, it is so late. All I'm saying is I'm excited about Star Wars. Abby, Final thoughts, what What do you think? I am excited about Rogue One. I think that the trailer is explosive and awesome, and I think that um, this female lead is a gift to all of us, and I am so fucking pumped to um, have another Star Wars movie and to be in the midst of this, like, churning one Star Wars after another, like, once a year um, thing to look forward to, and I can't wait for fucking Christmas, and um, I'm I'm just super pumped. I'm super pumped. That was an awesome trailer. I'm going to go and keep watching that loop. Cool. All right. Well, that'll probably do it for this emergency breakdown of Rogue One teaser trailer. Uh, Breakdown. Hopefully we'll get another trailer here in the next couple months and we'll be able to talk about this even more in depth. There's going to be tons of news coming out. Hal Clay, thank you so much for joining us. Not a problem. It was fun. And uh, we'll have you back on any time. Hope Jake gets the feeling better. He'll feel fine. He's fine. Um... What if he's lying? He's just as tired. What if he secretly hates Star Wars and he doesn't want to talk about it? Well, you know, he, he has gotten rid of all his armor, so that could be. Where is Jake's armor? Where in the world is Jake's Where armor? Where in the world is Jake's armor? Carmen Sandiego is wearing it. Yes. Okay. She looks good. All right, guys. Do they have female stormtroopers. Thank you so much for that information. <laughs> They're all played by Carmen Sandiego. Absolutely. <sighs> all right. Hal Clay, the missing Jake Walsh, and Abigail Gardner. My name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you for joining the Yes, I Have Some podcast, episode 9. We will see you very soon with episode 10, because that's what comes next. All right, everybody. Bye. See y'all. Bye-bye.